All right, welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of Hendrix, got a mind full of thoughts. Let's go. All right, gang, let's jump into this shit. Uh, you know what time it is. You know what the meat of today's rotted sandwich is going to be. Part three, gang. Part three, holy shit. We made it. Part three of taking this fucking course on how to be a Christian apologist. Holy shit. Oh, God, this has just been painful, gang. This has whipped my ass. Again, you're just sitting there listening to a grown ass man teach other adults how to fucking lie, right? And we're just gonna jump right in because holy shit. But other than the fact that I know that I'm right, you want to know how I know that I'm right? That these fuckers are a bunch of liars. If a Christian apologist were sitting right here next to me, or actually watch this and respond it, you want to know what their response would be? Instead of going headfirst into the accusation that I just called them a bunch of fucking liars, you know what their response would be? Well, hey, big guy, if there is no God, what's wrong with me lying to you? See, you're upset because you believe I violated a standard. Where did that standard come from? Is it absolutely wrong at all times that people tell a lie. See, because if I lie, then I have violated the ninth commandment, which means I need a savior. Again, in Greek or Latin, apologia means to defend or to explain. In Cajun, it means I'm going to lie to your fucking face. Now, gang, again, let's just step on the gas pedal and rip off this fucking Band-Aid because this is hurting me. This is hurting you. This is hurting everybody. But we're going to sit here for the third time and listen to fuckface Jeff Durbin kick his foolishness. So you guys know what time it is. It is time to Autobots transform and roll out. Okay, look, it just popped right up. It's amazing what happens. Uncle Bobby, when you prep before the show, go fuck yourself. All right, gang. Oh, God. I don't even remember where the fuck it is we left off, but I'm sure whatever was coming out of his mouth sucked ass. So, you guys ready? Let's roll the tape. What's the view of origins in in the Christian science classroom? It's about Christ. What is the view of origins in the average public school setting? Darwinism. Do you see the point? No neutrality. Absolutely no neutrality. Okay, this is going to hurt. Pause the tape. Okay. First, about the hockaloogie, because that's really nice. You guys didn't see that. Go fuck yourselves. Back on topic. Okay. Again, Christians, I just think it's a really bad idea that you sit there and lie to your fucking kids. Okay. Origins. No, your, your, your God didn't do a fucking thing on the account that the fuckface doesn't exist. But again, Bundy, make sure I'm saying this right. The fuckface is talking about the origins. Okay. 
Darwin's theory of evolution does not speak to the origin. It speaks to what happens after we already got here. Okay. Yes. Despite what Christians will tell you, we are evolving. We're evolving right now. And remember what fuckface Todd Friel said? I'm not evolving. I don't feel it. Oh, God bless America. Again, you can't address that level of weapons-grade stupidity, right? And again, so there's no neutrality. There's no neutrality. You're right. In that case, he's right. Because this is not an argument, right? Because what's the standard response? Why don't we teach the controversy? There isn't one. Okay, there's something that we can base in reality, something that can be proven through the scientific method. Then there's some bullshit over here that just says there's some white dude in the sky that got bored one day and talked to himself for six days. Okay, there, you're right. On that case, there is no neutrality because this is not a debate. Grow up, roll the tape. Neutrality. Now, one of those claims is true and one of them is false. There's no neutrality. Let me ask you a question in neutrality, in regard to neutrality. Is it possible to be neutral in the mathematics class? Come on now, let's be consistent. Is it possible to be neutral in the mathematics class? No. If you want to learn about this, go to All Access and listen to Dr. Mitch Stokes, who just put his lectures up on Apologia Academy on math. Pause the tape. Okay. First and foremost, he can go fuck himself. Again, he's just lying. He's just lying. This is what they do, gang. They will put some dude, and I'm quite sure he has a PhD from somewhere, but let me tell you something. Not all PhDs are created equal. And I remember telling this uh, to Apologia on his show, just like not all college football players are created equal. I had the pleasure, gang. It was an honor to play on the opposite side of Tony Brackens. Tony Brackens ran about 6'6", and on a very fat day, I bullshit you not, 275 and about 5 to 6% body fat. The man was a Greek statue wearing shoulder pads. You've never seen anything like Tony. By today's standards, Tony would have been fined into the Stone Ages. But the way he hit the quarterback was a felony. It was a crime. The man was built to do one thing and one thing only, and that was to end the lives of opposing quarterbacks. You've never seen anything like, I bullshit you not, his get off, you would have thought Tony was in the offensive huddle when they said, you know, okay, I pro right 65 wide post on three, ready to break. You would have thought Tony was there to hear the words on three. His get off was unbeatable, unbeatable. My job was to make sure the quarterback had no place to go on this side. So when he rolled out, he ran into this human wrecking ball called Tony Brackens. Now, on the depth chart, like buried so far underneath, you couldn't find him. I won't say his name, but let's just call him fuckface Jeff Durbin. True story, gang. This version of Jeff Durbin was recruited to play college football. He signed with the University of Texas. The dude was literally supposed to change the game. I'm not lying. He sucked. He was powerfully terrible, unspeakably bad. So bad, in fact, that he got cut. Gang, I remember when our coach came in and said what had happened, why we wouldn't see him anymore. We were like, did you know that was possible? You can cut 
it's they're not adoption papers. The NCAA letter of intent is a contract and that contract can be voided if you don't perform. We didn't know that. My point in telling you that story is Tony Brackens was just as much of a college football player as his like 99th string backup. They both were college football players, but they were obviously not equal. My point in telling you this is, yeah, you're going to find some fuck faces with a PhD, maybe even a PhD from a legitimate school. Not all PhDs are created equal. If you are writing articles and posting it on fucking Apologia's website, you suck as a PhD. Yeah, you may have earned the title. Doesn't mean you're good at it. Again, you are no different than that 99th, you know, back string backup to Tony. Again, if you want to know the truth of the, the objective, we have a PhD who wrote an article on our website. Please go fuck yourself. It's like when I see people giving speeches, even black people, uh, on racism, but it's being posted on PragerU. You got to know your source, gang. Please go fuck yourselves. Roll the tape. And this is the point. If you don't have Jesus Christ, you do not have a, con a consistent and coherent way to do math. Let me give you an example. We went to the Reason Rally uh, a couple of years ago, that is where they said it was the largest gathering of atheists and secular secularists in the entire history of the world. They said there were pause to take. I've done shows. I'll probably have to do another one because this was back in my ghetto fab days long before StreamYard. I saw what Jeff Durbin did. I did. I saw his clips from the Reason Rally. And gang, it's the same shit. It's presuppositional apologetics period in the story. He didn't convert a single person. He did what he did, ran complete and total strangers who were unaware that they were going to have to quote unquote debate Jeff Durbin that day. He went and ran them through his meat grinder. And when they came out the other side, according to him, they gave up science, they gave up logic, they gave up reasoning. They don't care if they live or die. They admitted that they're horrible people without Christ. No, I saw what he did at the Reason Rally, and it's sitting on some bullshit. Roll the tape. It was like 30,000 people. It did not look like there were 30,000 people there, but we went and showed up. And we were there, and we started engaging atheists, looking around for atheists that would argue with us, and we can do this uh, uh, documentary we were trying to put together at the time. So we're trying to find atheists. I talked to the, um, the co-president of the Atheist Society at Cornell University, brilliant guy, in the video, he gives up science, he gives up logic, gives up ethics. What did I say? And he's like, yep, he gave it up. We talked to these young uh, college students, and then I was noticing while I was talking to these people, I see this guy standing, oh, like watching the whole time, and he's just sort of like antsy, like he just, you know, keeps trying to like want to step in, and I'm like, fine, I'm like, all right, what, come on over, like what, calm down, let's talk. Okay? And, and so I started talking to the guy, and it turns out he is a math professor Oh, at a college in California. Here we go. He's an atheist. He's a naturalistic materialist. He believes that all that exists is matter and motion. And he's a math teacher. So? So we're talking and trying to get to the gospel with the guy. And so I start challenging him on his position, his profession. I said, well, you're a materialist. He says, yep. I said, so you teach arithmetic? He says, yes. I said, have you ever seen a law of math? He said, well, well, well yes, I, we, we. 
Gang, pause the tape and please go fuck yourself. This is why we're not making it through. Look, we're 30 minutes in. That means we would still have about an hour left. I'm not going to do this to myself. More importantly, I'm not going to do this to y'all. Fuck faces. Can you guys stop with this, Christian apologist? Seriously. Have you ever seen a law of logic? Have you ever saw seen a math, law of math? Shut up. This is what happens when your mindset never leaves your fucking church. The laws of mathematics, it is a description of reality. And in a very bastardized sense, gang, two plus two equals four because we cannot think of a scenario where that is not the stone cold truth. Have we ever seen a four? No, but we can show you the physical representation of four. Look, a phone, a coffee cup a sigh, and a grinder. Four objects. That is four. Period. End of story. It is a description of reality. There are four objects on my desk. So have you ever seen the law? Well, if you're in materialistic, shut the fuck up. Again, this is what happens when you do all of the talking and none of the listening. Gang, these are not difficult concepts to grasp. The laws of logic. Again, like the law of non-contradiction, which I just kind of described. We, there, it, we have not discovered a scenario where that light switch is on and off at the same time. You, you don't go behind Jupiter and ladle out a scoop of non-contradiction and pour it on that scenario. It is a description of reality. God, I can't believe I used to be a Christian. Roll the tape. We, we write down equations on that. So, no, no, no. That's a representation of the law of math. I'll give you an example of what I mean here for a second. And to follow me here, this shows you in terms of knowledge and certainty in Christ. If I had a chalkboard here, uh, children, there is this thing. <laughs> a chalkboard, and I had chalk, and I wrote, ready? Follow me now. Pause the tape. I, look, this is what he's going to say. If I drew the number two, on the chalkboard, then I erased it. Does two go away? Again, these are horrible arguments, gang. Again, without seeing this bullshit, I can sit there and be five steps ahead because I know the script. It's let's completely bastardize basic definitions and then turn that into what we're actually talking about. Again, even if this dude, which I severely doubt, admitted that he was a materialist so fucking what so what two is a description of reality the laws of logic are descriptions of reality grow up get a new script roll the tape if i wrote one plus one equals two what did i tell on the you chalkboard one plus one equals two on the chalkboard okay now, if, if I pointed to this number two and I said, is this two? You would say, okay. And I erase it. Now, if I took my hand and I wiped off that two <sighs> and I said, so all right, two is gone now. You can no longer use two in your thinking. I've taken it away. And now it doesn't exist. You said it was two and I took it away. No more two. What would you, you would immediately, and I said, no, you took away a representation of the universal truth of two-ness. <laughs> That's true. Pause the tape. 
Gang, I think I've told y'all for the billionth time, my dad is actually a genius at minimum borderline. My dad almost got his PhD in mathematics. There's no way my father would have sat and listened to that. He just would have closed the screen. He was like, don't waste my motherfucking time. Right? Again, this is along the same veins of someone trying to make the argument that a stork brings a baby versus a man and a woman fucking and creating one. No OBGYN is going to sit there and listen to someone make what they think is a legit argument that a big ass bird brings a baby in the middle of the night. They would be like, don't waste my time. This is not a debate. Grow up. I got, I got shit to do that. That was, I'm not, I am lethally horrible at math gang, like really bad. Like I got none of my father's genes other than the fact that I kind of look like the fucker. I, I, that that's about the only way you know that I'm related to him and I act like him and I sound like him. Holy shit. But his math genes, I got none of it. None of it. And even I know what this fuck face just said is sitting on some bullshit. Roll the tape. Oh, do you see the point? No. The physical representation only represented the immaterial, universal, unchanging law of two-ness. Now that law cannot be seen, cannot be touched, cannot be weighed. There is no color to it. It is a universal, abstract, necessary, invariant, unchanging law. Here we go. Now this unbeliever, as I'm talking to him, he's a math teacher, remember. I start challenging him on his materialism. You're an atheist. You believe you live in an unguided, unpurposed universe. It is time and chance acting on matter. It is just stuff happening. Like Shakespeare says, it is sound and fury signifying nothing. <sighs> All that exists in the material, right? He says, exactly. I said, okay. Have you ever seen a law of math? Well, no. So I started getting to the bottom of it. And I start challenging them. Your worldview cannot account for universal, abstract, invariant laws <sighs> of any sort, whether they're logic, arithmetic. <sighs> Gang, I may start skipping ahead. I mean, again, there's, there's nothing to argue here. There's nothing to argue here. I'm literally just sitting here digging around on my phone because I'm listening to someone completely bastardize the description of real world mathematics. Right. This is what happens when you actually believe that a teenage girl who never got fucked gets pregnant. This is what happens when you're stuck having to defend a talking snake. This is so bastardized that it's not even close to being an accurate description of what mathematics actually is. Gang, people pay money to learn how to talk like this. Holy shit. Roll the tape. Kick. Or, or say physical laws. Your, your world, you can't account for it. And he ultimately grants it and says, well, yeah. And so I said, okay, here, ready? Is, is two plus two, four? And he knew what I was doing. And he Why? goes, well, maybe not. Pause the tape. He's actually kind of right. Yeah. Again, my... I remember my dad telling me this, and then at work, there was a fucker who was actually majoring in math. He, he worked out there. I think it's called descriptive math. Apparently, two plus two doesn't have to equal four. And pretty much the entirety of your assignment for the whole semester is to prove it. You can take the position 
that two plus two equals four or that it doesn't equal four. You just have to prove it. Now, again, out here in the real world, please go fuck yourself. Okay. If the price tag on an item is four bucks, you put $2 in the bucket, then you put another $2 in the bucket. You've got four bucks. You can now purchase that item. But again, for, again, the, any story that an apologist tells you with their interaction with an atheist, again, I already think they're just lying, right? Well, you're right. He gave up mathematics. No, no, he did not. Again, what the fuck does that even mean? Well, I actually know what it means. It means that they would not play your game, right? Do you think God is responsible for logic? No. Okay, so then you gave up logic. Again, they're just having this one-man fight with their goddamn selves. They just need us atheists back there. So they, they use us like a wall and they're just, you know, hitting tennis balls up against us. Right. That's all this is. They're not having discussions. Right. They're just simply using us as a backstop so they can bounce a ball off of us. Look at his fucked up ass face. Again, he actually thinks he's sitting there and busting out these knowledge bombs when in fact he just sounds fucking stupid. Roll the tape. And so what I said to him, I said, here's where the wheels come off. No, it's not. Here's where you won't live consistently as an atheist. I said, because you'll say as a strict materialist that there are no universals, there are no abstract laws, there's no invariant laws. All it is is sound and fury signifying nothing, just matter and motion. You'll say that, but if your students do their tests that way, you will fail them. And you, I said, you act like a Christian and an image bearer of God every single time you teach your students. Every test you grade, every time you act as an image bearer of God and you violate your commitments as an atheist at every turn of your life. You need- Pause the tape. Like I said, this is just, again, God dry humping shit. Right? Yeah, when his students turn in a math test and they put 8 plus 8 is 99 Versus 16, he's going to fail that t- uh, student or at least mark that answer wrong. Why did you mark the answer wrong? God, God, God made eight plus eight, 16. God, God. Again, nope. there's nothing that we can put on the table, gang. You know what happened yesterday? I put the finishing t- touches on my fence. I've never built a fence before. Matter of fact, I'm going to take a video and post it because I'm pretty fucking proud of myself. Uncle Bobby even hung a bracket before I I was like, what the fuck's a bracket? Oh, because I I needed a new two by four to uh, put the little cedar planks on. The fact that I was able to figure out how to put up a fence, proof of God, 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 God. The fact that I needed electrolytes, gang, I was out there chugging electrolytes, literally like I was playing football again. I haven't played football in over 30 years, right? The fact that I needed electrolytes and I had enough money in my account to go pick up some electrolyte uh, mix. God, 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 God gave you the money in your account so that you can go buy some propel. God, God, God. Again, there's nothing that we can put on the fucking tape. You know what I'm going to do after this? I had to take the week off from working out because I'm older now and I couldn't do both. I can't go and do the kind of workouts that I want to do and then come home and spend at minimum three hours putting up my fucking fence. 
I'm going to go after this and I'm going to bust out the world's most vicious chest day. I'm going to take my frustrations out on those weights. You know what Jeff Durbin would say? That's God. God, the fact that you are 50 years old and can still bench press almost 500 pounds, that's true. The fact that you can do that, God, 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 come on, gang, please go fuck yourselves. Roll the tape. Need to repent. They're you see, you cannot do math. You cannot do science. You cannot do logic without Jesus Christ. What did Christians I have a basis for universal, immaterial, and variant laws. Should be obvious to us. As Christians, we believe that God is spirit. God is eternal. God is unchanging. And the laws of this universe reflect the order that God actually gives to the universe. Our thinking is to be like God's thinking. God cannot lie. God cannot engage in logical contradictions. All of us are to essentially have our thoughts come into conformity. Again, pause the tape. I love it, gang. No, I don't. I love it how it is that all things are possible through God. There's just nothing that God can't do. Now sit your monkey ass down and let me show you this laundry list of things that God can't do. Why can't God lie? Right? And then again, well, God can only do everything that is logically possible. You just put the exact same constraints on your God as me, right? Because that's kind of the newest argument. God can do all things that are logically possible, right? God can't make a one-ended stick. God can't make a rock so heavy that not even he can lift. God is me. God is you. If God has to sit here and follow the exact same rules that we all have to follow in terms of what is and is not possible, what makes him any better than me? I think I'm better than the Christian God. Because again, you want to know why? Even if I hate your fucking guts, I'm just going to cut you out of my life, right? Again, if you do me that dirty, I'm just going to, at this stage of my life, I'm just going to cut you out. That's it. We are no longer friends, associates, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever the fuck the situation. If you do me that wrong, I'm going to cut you out of my life. That's it. You know what I'm not going to do? I'm not going to torture you. I'm going to just leave you be. Bam. Your monkey ass is going to call only to find out that you've been blocked. I'm just going to cut you out of my life. That right there makes me better than the Christian God, because if you do the Christian God dirty, and by that, I mean, you don't give him a never ending hand job. He's going to hurt you. He's going to hurt you in ways that you did not think were possible. Look what he did to his own son. Right? So, I mean, please go fuck yourself. God can't do this. God can't do that. God can't, 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 can't. But yet all things are possible. Please go fuck yourselves. Roll the tape with God's thoughts. Christians do not believe that the universe is strictly matter in motion. We believe that there are immaterial aspects to our being. Amen? We believe that it's possible to have immaterial laws, unchanging laws in God's governed universe. We don't run into the problem that the materialist does in terms of the laws of math. If you don't have Jesus, you don't have math. That was but the listen, dumbest thing I'm going to hear all day. Atheists do math. <sighs> and here's, the th here's what we're not saying. 
We're not saying, we are not saying that unbelievers, because they don't have Jesus, can't do math. I have to confess something. What? I am really bad at math. <laughs> so I am. am. I. Me too. My wife is bad at math. Our children have to get help from somebody else. <laughs> I pay for that, right? There are atheists that are better at arithmetic than I am. And Van Til has a famous saying. He said it often. Uh, pause the tape. There are atheists that are better than, at telling the truth than you are. I'm one of them. Again, he's starting here. In the starting blocks is the premise that his God exists. Five steps out of those blocks, God is responsible for everything, including your ability to do math. Again, the Uncle Bobby newly coined, I got to turn on some AC, it's hot than a motherfucker. The Uncle Bobby newly coined logical fallacy. God just dry humps shit. Again, there's nothing that we could say they're not going to state that God is responsible for. Just roll the fucked up ass tape. I'm going to go turn on some air. Or it's the least said about him often that atheists can count. Sometimes they can count very well. Sometimes they can count better than Christians. But listen, atheists cannot account for their counting. They cannot justify it. And their unbelieving perspective, they cannot account for mathematics, laws of logic. Christians have certainty. And our knowledge is wrapped up in our knowledge of Jesus Christ. He is the source. He is the one in whom we find our resting place for salvation. And he is the source of all of our certainty. Well, let me guess. In I whom we're hidden all thing. the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Now, yeah, one more thing I want to show you that. here. What do you, very, very important. It's in the same it? text. Try me. Here we go. Go to verse six. No, as long as it's in the Bible. Then Therefore, as you received Christ Jesus, the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith, just as you were taught abounding in thanksgiving. Here it is. See to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit, according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the world and not according to Christ. Don't care. I so that don't care. necessitates what, what, that there what, what is, is a what, philosophy is oh, really? that is according oh, to Christ. Yeah. Again, pause the tape. Again, we are getting very close to pausing the tape in the tape. Again, I totally get that this is not aimed at us. It's not. It's not. But the fucked up thing is people listen to this asshole. Then they go out and engage people like us. Again, we are simply a backstop. They're sitting there with their squash racket and they're just hitting the ball against us. They're again, do you hey atheist? Do you believe in God? No, I don't. Yes, you do. Then why the fuck did you even ask? Right? Oh, Uncle Bobby's dad is really, really good at math. Well, yeah, he is. God, God, God. It's because of God. Yeah, but what if his dad doesn't believe in God? God, God, I thought you knew God. God. Again, I remember in yesterday's video, the fuck face sat there and literally told his fucking followers that it's not that simple, right? You're just like, well, God is responsible for everything, but don't make no mistake. It's just, it's not that simple. So, but yet then the rest of his speech is just, God did it. God, God, God. This is how you sound fucking stupid, gang. 
Roll the tape. Let's wrap this up. Shit. And there is a philosophy that is not according to Christ. I want to point this out for a moment. Now, we talked last night just briefly, and I don't want to in any way diminish my brothers in Christ who teach apologetics and do apologetics, who have tried to fight for Christ and the glory of God. I love these brothers that might be classical or evidentialist in their apologetic, but it doesn't mean that we can't offer correction from the Word of God. It is possible to do the defense of the faith in an inconsistent way. It's possible to defend Jesus in a way that ultimately is not honoring to Jesus Christ. It's possible. Pause the tape. He can go fuck himself. I've heard Sai say this. He's saying it. That evidential apologists, in other words, people who try to provide evidence for their claim, even though it's fucked up, that they're doing it wrong. Again, gang, you have never met the one Christian who's doing Christianity the wrong way. See, <clears throat> Jeff, Sai, all these fuck faces, they start again. What does a sigh always say? I'm not going to present you with evidence. And why is I not going to present us with evidence? Because if I present you evidence, I'm saying that you're the judge. You're not the judge. Then again, why do you even fucking talk to anybody? Instead, he's just going to sit there and be like, you believe in God. You believe in God. You believe in God. You be I actually don't. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yes, you. I just told you that I don't. You believe in God. You believe in God. You believe in God. Again, this is talking to a fucking child. Again, fuck around and let your kid talk to you like that. Us Gen X's would have to fight the urge to do what it is our parents did to us. Getting if I were to talk to my parents the way that these fuck faces are teaching their followers to talk. Gang, please go fuck yourself. My dad would have whipped his belt off of his waist so fucking fast. You would have thought the fuck face was Zorro. I would have been beaten within an inch of my life if I sat there and I talked to the major like this. Chris, your room is a fucking mess. I thought I told you to go in there and clean that room. I already did that. I did. Chris, I'm looking at that fucking room and it looks like a tornado hit it. I cleaned it, dad. I did. I did. Chris, I'm going to tell you one more fucking time. I cleaned the room, dad. You would go fuck yourselves. Again, if a child talks like this, you'd beat the brakes off of them. When you're a grown ass man with a beard worth millions of dollars and you talk like this, you're considered smart as fuck and a Christian apologist. Go fuck yourselves. Roll the tape. To do that, it's possible to try to create an apologetic and a philosophy that is not rooted in Jesus Christ. And here's the problem when you do that, when you try to actually engage in philosophy and apologetics apart from Jesus Christ, this is vitally important to get, don't lose this. Oh, you actually develop a philosophy that is internally inconsistent and incoherent. Pause the tape and the tape done. I, I can't listen to this bullshit anymore. Let's go back to StreamYard. I can't listen to that anymore. Gang, I apologize for part three, right? We, we still have over an hour left. I'm not going to listen to that. And I'm not going to subject you guys to that. An hour and 20 minutes where he just sat there and taught people how to lie like petulant third graders. Gang, Uncle Bobby's only giving you one big motherfucking problem. So as a result, Uncle Bobby's going to give you one big motherfucking solution. Christian apologetics, especially presuppositional apologetics, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. That was terrible, gang. Holy shit.
Watch this. Watch this. It's. If it's. If I tried. Even if I wanted to. Yeah. Same shit. We're at 54 minutes. Ending that other bags of protoplasm were nice to one another. Yeah. But I already know where he's going with that. You know, bags of protoplasm. Why do you care? You're just stardust, the blase and the glavenoids. Don't do that. You're going to die. And you do that at every single turn in your life. Listen closely because this is a devastating argument. They refute atheism. Pause the tape. That right there. What a great way to end the fucking tape. How to refute atheism. Again, this is what happens when you lie. This is what happens when you get paid to lie. For the one billionth time. How many times must it be said? How much more clear is it that you can't refute atheism? Because it's not a true or false proposition. It's simply a response to a single fucking claim. But now, Christian apologist, you can't hear that. You don't want to hear that more importantly. You just want to stick to your fucking script. This is why you sound so fucking stupid. But again, I am acknowledging that this is not for us. This is to strengthen the resolve of the people who already believe this shit and are entirely too intellectually lazy to have an actual open and honest discussion. And I wouldn't care if they kept that shit to themselves, but they enter into debates. They talk to people on the streets. Again, holy shit. In, in no other realm is this the least bit acceptable. You would not be able to be in a relationship. You would be violently unemployed. If you lived your life consistent to Christian apologetics, not a single fucking person on the planet would like you. You'd be the biggest gaping asshole anyone has ever fucking met. Again, if I'm in a monogamous relationship with Susie and I come home and there's a dude just knocking the bottom out of it, he is knee deep in her fucking guts. I'm looking right at them fucking. I'm like, baby, I thought we were monogamous. And her response would be, pretty much, I'm not fucking anybody. Uh, there's a dick. I know what a dick looks like because I got one. Now, that's a dick. Now, that looks like a vagina and looks like that vagina is attached to you. I'm looking right at it. You guys are fucking. You have violated the boundaries of our relationship. And her response would basically be, how do you know that? Baby, I'm look. that's reality. That's reality. You're fucking someone. He's still fucking you while I'm sitting here chewing you guys out. Well, which reality is real? You don't live your life like this, Christian apologist. You don't. This is just a horribly dishonest way to interact with people that you don't agree with. Again, gang, if you have to take a course, if you have to sign up and pay money for a course that teaches you how to interact with people that you don't agree with, you are fucking lying. Because talking to someone that you don't agree with is easy. It is. It's like talking to someone that you do agree with. You have an actual back and forth. You ask a question, you allow them to answer. You respect their space enough and just kind of give them the credit that you hope that it be reciprocated, that they're telling you the truth. Hey, I, I believe that uh, a donkey actually talked. I hear you, Christian. I don't believe you, but I hear you. Right? Sadly, they don't give us the same respect. They just don't because they can't. Let's define atheism 
for atheists. And when the atheist tells you that, you know, this is what actual atheism is, tell them that they're lying. Again, Christian apologetics has been, is now, and will forever be sitting on some bullshit. All right, gang, the big guy told you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Gin and truth. Let's go. Gang, that was really fucking painful.